So what about these liners? <laughs> yeah, so so I was at Target and you know I used the brand Honeypot. Yes, you spoke uh, about that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was talking about that before. So I use Honeypot for like, you know, all of my women like sanitary items, like um, you know, the the, the norm, the tampons and pads and things like that. Mm-hmm. And they also have like this little foam wash that I like. Um but I needed some liners. And this was supposed to be a quick trip, five, ten minutes. And yeah. it ended up already being like 20, 30 minutes because Kalana Barfield's line came out in Target. We'll talk about that <laughs> later. That's fashion. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I went to Honeypot section. I just like, oh, liners. Grabbed them. Ran out. And then in the morning, I put on this liner. Now I'm headed to work. I put on the liner. <laughs> and I feel like a little bit of like sensation like uh <laughs> hot cold type of sensation i'm like what the hell? Mm. i'm like kind of going side to side with my my waist like what is going on here and anyway so i'm like running late to whatever so i'm like you know anyway i just get in the car and i sit down i'm like i'm still feeling getting it. it's like getting stronger so I like run out something because I've thought about it. I was like, oh shoot, I have on this liner. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I just like run in the house, I look at it, and it says herbal infused liner with like mint and like aloe and all these things. And I'm like opening up those pores, opening up everything. Like, what in the world? So I get in the car and I'm just like driving, and I'm like, that's why I went to social media because I'm like have y'all tried these out? Because after, like, you know, like, five, after the shock, it's a really, like, you know, <laughs> nice feeling, you know, refreshing, like, you know, you know, oh similar to, like, I know this might sound weird, you know, when you brush your teeth and it's, like, mm-hmm. nice and fresh, and it's like, mm, yeah, you feel, that's how, you know, my girl was feeling <laughs> that morning, so, so, yeah, needless to say, um, I will be buying these, oh you know, because they I mean, it's not like an overwhelming. Like, no one wants their vagina to smell like mint. So it's not that. That's that's not, it like, should be like their commercial or their ad. You know how, like, when you brush your teeth, and it's, it's like, like nice and fresh? <laughs> yes. Like a girl can smell nice and fresh. Now, yeah. you can smell right. the same way. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good experience. I'll just say that. So if you haven't tried the honey pot, this is not an ad, by the way. It should that be. so funny. Yeah. Okay. Honey pot, y'all need to sign Jay here. She's... Mm-hmm. She, Yes, go honeypot. So, on a more serious topic. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Courtney and Jay. We're here for the Awkward Podcast. podcast. Um, this week, we're going to talk about a more serious topic. So, we surveyed um, our friends, followers on social media, and one of the topics that came up was men's mental health and how to, um, for women, like what to look out for in your significant other or husband, spouse, whatever. Uh, and so I thought it was a pretty interesting topic. And so we asked for some input and so many men and women, but mostly mm-hmm. men, um, provided a lot of input on things to look out for. And so it was kind of eye opening, like to realize that so many men are struggling with the same things that we are. Um, so yeah, we're going to yeah. talk about that today. And I think too, like, I'm happy that the mental health conversation is coming up and it's being, you know, less taboo nowadays, but I feel like now it's more so 
accepting a little more accepting for like women Mm -hmm. you know versus men so this was like you know to your point this was really like eye-opening to see um so many men be vulnerable and like actually share right some of these things that's been going on in their lives and you know that was really in in their lives yeah yeah um and i and when i shared it last night i said i don't really think about it for men and i don't think that was completely accurate to say I, I personally do, you know, have had men in my life um, who have experienced mental health struggles, too. Um, and they can be serious and mm-hmm. scary. Um, but, again, like, it's not something that's talked about. It's not frequently discussed on social yeah. medias. And, again, this is not an all or nothing. There are men or male figures on social media and whatever who do talk about it. But it yeah. is mostly... At least from what I can tell, what I see, yeah. you hear mostly women talking about depression, anxiety, postpartum, yeah. and those are all very real and serious and need to be talked about. That's great, but yeah, it's it's not as widely discussed for men. Yeah. So, so I'm happy, I'm excited about this conversation in a different way. Um, I think it's going to help a lot of people, even for us. You know, just yeah. having the conversation to open up our eyes because we have men in our lives who may right. be you know kind of experiencing the same thing. So this is going to be really informative yeah it was cool so things we can think about more yeah yeah so some of the things that men shared that women should look out for um major disconnection um and I saw that um I think that came up in a lot of like different ways like major disconnection abnormally quiet Mm -hmm. is very similar to that um yeah, no interaction with, like, family yeah. and friends. Not answering messages and calls, like, less talkative. So those are yeah. all kind of the same, like, where they're becoming more disconnected, not communicating as much as they once were, yeah. um, or participating in activities they once enjoyed. That came up a lot, too, which yeah. is kind of similar. Yeah. So if you're your male figure in your life, if he's, you know, usually, like, golfing or playing video games or you know going out you know a couple times a month with their friends you know if that kind of decreases then that's probably a sign that they're like disconnecting and I know I've definitely experienced that um you know it's the most I don't want to say I guess obvious you know to like actually notice like if somebody is disconnecting like if the energy is like different if they're not talking to you like you know not laughing as much not really just connecting on a level that they used to then that's definitely like a sign that something's going on there right um what are some other ones yeah this one says more emotional uh heavy drinking or making jokes about suicide and death um, which is very serious you know Mm -hmm. we always want to take that kind of stuff seriously not cutting their hair or shaving clean, like neglecting their personal hygiene, whatever they're normally doing. Now everyone has their own thing, but right. if if it's not what they're normally looking like, they're normally clean shaven, and now they're looking a little scruffy. That might be a sign you might want to just check in. You yeah, know, something I've, going on. Yeah, I've noticed that. Like with um, another topic, is definitely on men and men in our lives. But I've even noticed that, like at work, at one point, I remember like a a guy, um, one of our teammates he was like changing like you could see it like he's usually like this clean cut guy and all of a sudden like he's growing out his beard and you know you can ask because that's right I'm like oh like you're going for a new look it's like yeah and that can just be like one of those things but come to find out like his wife was like dealing with like cancer and stuff like that so wow one of those 
um, daily habit change, which I think that was similar to what we were just mm-hmm. talking about. Um, quick mood swings. And I think that, I think I touched on this lightly last night. I think we often say, oh, they're stressed. Like men are working, women are working too. But like, I think that's just like the kind of mentality is like, oh, you know, he's just stressed. When you're a man, you're just stressed. And a lot of times stress comes with a lot of this. Yeah. But there can be more than just stress too. Um, so yeah, if, if somebody is really edgy or having a lot of mood swings, there might be more going on. They might be having some struggles going on again to check in. Yeah. It's easy to get, you know, triggered or aggravated by that kind of stuff, but it can also be important to kind of take a step back and say yeah. what's causing that. Yeah, Cause that is a difference between like stress and actually like experiencing like depression and anxiety because everyone deals with like stress in their lives we have so many stressors every single day but I think it's the toll that stress takes on you that kind of leads to like the depression and the anxiety so not being able to deal with like oh I have a flat tire for the I don't want to say average person but for most people you know a flat tire would just be like irritating it's just aggravating it's like oh like darn but then for someone who's really dealing with, like, high levels of anxiety and depression, like, that can ruin that person's whole week. Or, you know, like, it will linger on and really have these, you know, serious, like, impacts. Yeah. I think that's, like, the difference. Um, someone said, how can I, as a friend or a significant other, aid in my partner's mental health struggle? So, I mean, I feel like just being supportive and listening and also asking is probably the best thing. Because I think everybody it's going to want something different. So just saying, how can I support you right now? What Mm -hmm. is it that I can do for you? Do you want me to listen? Do you want space? Do you want me to hold you? Like, yeah. Yeah. Asking, you know, how you can best support your partner or friend, I think is a good start. Yeah, no, that's definitely, that's, that's a good one. I think one of the, um, struggles that some people have is trying to like solve, come in and like solve for the issue. So I think that's a really good right. point. Maybe not come in and, oh, maybe you should do this or just get up and like go do this and try to solve for them the way that you may deal with that situation, right. but just being a listening ear and like hearing like, how can I, yeah, that's a good, a good one. Yeah. How can I support you? Um, and again, we are not, you know, psych professionals or counselors or anything like that. We're simply just sharing kind of the input that you all have provided so that we can start this conversation and make it, you know, something that we can continue, that everyone continue, that you can continue with your significant others. And so, yes, we're just sharing what you all have provided to us and talking about a little more. Um, Someone also said it's important for men to seek counseling and that often they're stubborn in preventing it. And, you know, maybe they are stubborn or maybe it's more taboo or they're fearful, embarrassed. Um, You know, I am an advocate for (laughs) for counseling because it's helped me so much. But at the same time, you know, I think it's important to know that counseling will not be for everyone, you know, or therapy will look different for some for someone. For me, talk therapy you know, speaking, meeting up or or calling my therapist, that's like my method. That's, you know, the method of others. 
but just know that you know if someone's being resistant to like therapy maybe that's just not it's not the right time or that's not the method for them maybe they're they can seek like therapy in other ways they have so many different types of therapy like movement therapy and like you know maybe working out you know is is a way or like listening to podcasts you can get like therapeutic like or get the information or get the counseling in different ways other than um you know the the norm of calling a therapist or sitting down with the therapist and that's important to know yeah <laughs> because i mean honestly that's how that's something that's learned that's not something i'm just saying because it sounds good like honestly that's something that i had to like realize in my own life because i wanted like my husband to go to therapy and like because that's what i do and that's what worked for me and we did like premarital counseling and so i'm like babe like even if it's nothing wrong i think therapy for me is just like working out like you don't work out to lose weight and to get to your body goals and then just stop working out like it's something that you have to maintain and you keep up and it's my mental health is very um synonymous with for me for my like physical health so I treat it the same um but that's not the case for everyone like for him he's like mm, yeah when I'm ready I will but that's not <laughs> what I what I want to do right now and so you have to respect that you know right I'm learning <laughs> everyone communicates differently yeah. and feels differently yeah. um I did also have a female reach out and say some things to look out for and I I think she might have some um actual experience but so she said less in sex drive change in communication which we've talked about um general disinterest and lack of motivation so a lot of the stuff that yeah. we've touched on yeah that's a big one and I think that's a compounded one too like the lack of like sex drive first of all well let me step back you need you have to know your partner too right you have to know your partner and keep that into consideration so if your partner usually will never turn down sex (laughs) ever like I don't care how tired I am I don't care what the case is like if you're ready I'm ready if that's your partner (laughs) and then all of a sudden it's like I'm tired I don't have the energy I'm not in the mood then yeah something's going on and it may not be what we you know the first thought that comes to our mind right it could be anything it's no it's because i'm not doing something or you know like it or they're cheating on me they're cheating yeah Yeah, it could be many it may be you know some other issues some stress or some things that they're not able to like really work through at the moment um so that's a good one yeah. Yeah, because I think that's yeah. Most women are like, it's me. It's like, and that me. would probably be me. Yeah. I would probably no, be same, same, same. It's easy, right. and and again, we don't talk about it as much, but yeah. it's easy to feel that way. Like, right. like what's wrong? What did I do? Why is it me? Whatever. Sorry. But we do need to think about all of the things, oh, right? <laughs> and learn to maybe ask more, right? Right. Before, yeah, and it could be. It actually could be you, right? You know, and me, and not, 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 and when I yeah. say you, I mean like, yeah, maybe they're not getting the support, you right. know, for the thing. So it's like it starts off with, yeah, I'm not feeling, I'm not in the mood because of like the stress or anxiety or whatever depression that I'm going through, and you not really paying attention or like really caring about what that person is going through. 
yeah. could be the reason why it's you, not the oh, right. something like I'm not sexy, not that type of deal, but it could be you not being emotionally, emotionally supportive yeah. of that person that kind of just, you know, they're just like, eh, you, know. you don't get this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another uh, male in here said, that they love this. It's commonly looked over for men, especially in marriages, like we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, men just try to life, life up our heads, live up, lift up our heads, mm-hmm. <laughs> and keep pushing and hiding it. Um, and it's typically disregarded in relationships. And I think it is true. Like we have yeah. say, like men are supposed to be strong, and yeah, and sometimes you know they need the same. Yeah, it's not masculine for right. for a man to sit down and express to his partner that like I'm dealing with something like I feel depressed or I you know am super stressed and I'm emotional like it's not you know masculine for men but I think it's important most men won't receive this (laughs) well but I mean everyone is like yin and yang it's the masculine and the feminine you know and it's like for women, we're more presenting of like feminine, so it's like, oh yeah, we we're emotion, we we we're nurturers, but you know, men have those same, you know, attributes. They just like societal pressures. It's like, oh, you can't display that. Like, you can't be emotional. You can't show that you're emotional. You can't show that you're vulnerable. Vulnerable. Yeah, <laughs> that word. Um, but it's there, and I think it's important for like the women in the man's life to make it a safe space for them to, you know, express that. Yeah. And along those same lines, someone on kind of on the opposite side said, mm-hmm. um, keep in mind that these are all perceptions and might not be signs of emotional withdrawal. Women have a tendency to read too far into their man's habits and choices. And there's a lot of, like, memes about that where it's, like, yeah. the woman's, like, saying, like, oh, he's probably thinking about some other woman where he's, like, oh, like, what's on – who won the football game or something right, like right. that. Yeah. Um, so I think that that can be true. I, I'm guilty of that sometimes, like, like we quiet in the car and I'm, like, what's wrong? And he'll be, right. like, nothing's wrong. I'm just driving the five minutes later. I'm, like, you're so quiet. What's right, wrong? Right, yeah. Um, but – I think, as you were saying, like, creating a safe space. So maybe, again, just asking, like, it seems like something is wrong or you're awfully quiet. Mm. Is there something wrong? Um, And creating that safe space that they feel comfortable to say if there is something wrong or what is going on. Um, But also accepting, I guess, that face value. (laughs) Believe in me if I say no. And then if it's, like, something that's super, like, you just know your person because we know our people, you know. So it's, like, if it's something where... they're like, oh, no, it's nothing, but you know, like, deep down inside, even if it's not what I think it is, it's something there, right. then maybe just putting it out there, like, okay, well, I'm here if you want to talk about it, just let me know, you know, and just right. leaving it at that, so it's not the pressure of, like, you have to speak and express yourself when I <laughs> want you to, right. it's just like, okay, I know, when I'm ready to talk about it, she'll be receiving, you know, be open it's to receive It's hard, that. but... Yeah, yeah, because you The just, more we learn. Right, because you want... You, you want that person to be like themselves you know and we also like women we're like naturally most of us are naturally like fixers like we want to fix it so it's like let me know so that I can fix it (laughs) like if I don't know I can't fix it I can't work on the problem so that's a thing too yeah and I also wanted to like mention because I know a person who deals with this like um seasonal depression 
or it's like an event that happens around a certain or that happened around a certain time and so every year around this time you see the signs of it and I think that just goes back to like my previous point of just like knowing your person and like talking to them and you know being able to you know hey like I know that this time of year is coming around you know my spouse my friend my brother my whoever usually is like down around this time of year so what can I do to you know kind of lift their spirits or be supportive around this time and I think you know you mentioned it you know prior like you know just really saying hey like I know this time of year is you know rough for you let me know how I can best support you what can I do to kind of make this um you know a little easier on you right yeah because that's a thing yeah yeah <laughs> definitely as I get that way I, told, yeah. I said that on here before yeah I, but I, again I don't even know what would make it better yeah <laughs> I guess and just being understanding and supporting yeah. and, I, and I think that that's that should be okay too like not knowing like yeah I don't even like if if you're dealing with something like with my anxiety if I, in the beginning stages, it's like if I don't even know what to do <laughs> to to make it better, I can't advise someone else. So like, hey, what can I do to help you? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you know when you find out because I don't. Know, you know, so I think that should be okay too. But it's yeah, just be supportive. Mm-hmm. Listen to me when I want to talk. Maybe you know those types of things. Those are yeah. I don't, uh, a friend shared also for like the last thing on here, um, and it's very serious, um, I don't know how much to, I'm just trying to make sure I don't see anything, um, but she had said it's a very important topic that her, um, ex-significant other had committed suicide, um, that she had watched him struggle, um, but he wouldn't allow her to help, um, that he felt a lot of pain and guilt and stress. Um, but wouldn't ask for help. Um, she would try to bring it up, and he just would say kind of that it was fine, and she knew it wasn't fine, but she couldn't really get him to open up any more than that. Um, and she kind of just kind of watched his spirit and eyes and everything just kind of fade. And so um, that's really sad um, and very difficult. She said that she's very super keen now, making sure her guy friends and boyfriend talk, um, trying not to be annoying, but knowing that real talk is needed and their stress and emotions are real too. And so yeah. I think that's important again for everyone to know. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about it before it gets to that point. Yeah. That's a, that's honestly a tough one. Um, sorry that you have to go through that. If, if you're listening right. to the, to the podcast, that's, right. you know, really unfortunate. I don't have, you know, much experience, so I don't want to say, like, too much with that situation. Um, I have had a friend or two who, you know, has expressed that they were suicidal. Um, But, like, is there a playbook, you know? Like, is there a playbook to help someone in that situation? I don't think that it is. Um... I just hope that people who are in that situation, that they don't carry, like, which I guess is natural, but, like, the guilt of it. 
because at the end of the day, like, I don't know if another person could do um, much to prevent someone from, you know, death by suicide. I think that um, there's much more there. That's where the mental health comes into play. Mm -hmm. And it would really take like a professional, right? Or something, you know, you have like, and I'm, of course, I'm no professional, but, you know, chemical imbalances and, and certain like scientific things that they say happen when a person really kind of gets there. And so to blame anyone, you know, to blame yourself or anyone else who's around that person, it's, 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 I hope that no one is carrying that because that's a heavy, heavy thing to carry, you know? And this is just why it's so important to continue having this conversation, to talk about it, to make it a more normal, um, for people to feel comfortable to seek help. Yeah, that's, you, you all know that I am the self-care advocate. <laughs> and that's why I think it's so important to find, like, your thing. That has been, like, my saving grace is, like, finding, like, my thing. You have to find, like, your thing that gets you, I don't know, I'm getting emotional. <sighs> okay. Yeah, but you have to, like, find your thing that gets you up, you know, that gets you moving, that keeps you motivated. So whether it's working out, spending time with your kids, starting a business, like, whatever. Like, you have to find that, like, that passion, that drive that really gets you. Because when you have those low moments, that'll be the thing that kind of carries you out of that. So when I say self-care, again, it's not just a buzzword. It's not pretty Instagram pictures it's not you know pretty reels or whatever it's like really um the time that you put into like yourself that kind of keeps you going so I stress that like find your thing yeah yeah find your thing um so we want to thank all of you for sharing for giving us this topic first of all and for being so open and sharing with us um truly we appreciate it And hopefully this can help all of us, men and women, to be better partners and better humans in general. Yeah, for sure. Support each other and feel comfortable to talk about things. Yeah. Thank you all. And we will catch you on the next one. Let's keep those topics flowing. Courtney, thank you for being (laughs) able to do that for future topics because this was truly a really good one. I think it was really needed. And yeah, so... Follow us on the socials. Can't forget to plug um, yes. the Pretty Awkward Pod on Instagram. And then we have our Facebook group. And then um, we will not be recording the video portion for the next few bit, weeks. Yeah, yeah we're going to just try to get that um, that process perfected. But audio will still be here. Apple, Anchor, Spotify. Spotify. Okay. All right. Thanks again. Have a great day. Peace.